I want to shoot, uh, shout out Elisa, our newest uh, small taco. So thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Now, remember, if you're not on Patreon already, you are missing out because everyone on Patreon gets access to those ad-free episodes, no matter what level um, you are associated with. So um, everyone that joins gets a shout out. Our small tacos get a shout out, access to those ad-free episodes. Taco nachos, you get all those things. Plus, you also get a handwritten card. Um, and then also... Our Taco Supremos, um, our $10 a month pledges, you get uh, some Talk Murder to Me swag. We got three stickers. We got a true crime comic book. You have any promotional things that's going on um, during the current month. So right now we have our uh, psycho killer. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Why are you? keeps flashing it back and forth <laughs> between us. So I figured I would make funny faces. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. You're on a roll. You yeah, got this it. is the best that I've done. You guys are like, <laughs> every time I'm like, <laughs> you have the camera right on me the whole time so I can make a fool of myself. But if you haven't joined our Patreon, please do so. You also get access to um, our Discord, which is awesome. We have some great conversation going on there. You get access to us on Discord and through Patreon. Um, so that's something that I've been running and um, I love to kind of interact with you guys. Uh, sorry, it's been a little bit of a hectic couple of weeks for me, but um, but yeah. So join us, support us. We couldn't do this without you, uh, literally. So And what's up, Matthew, who also joined us on the live chat. It's popping today. Matthew? That's not my brother, is it? No. Oh, good. His name is Sean, so I don't think it was. (laughs) (laughs) But before we start, I need to grab another beer because I know I'm going to need it. Uh, Perfect. Um, A suggestion for the blowjob killer. So is that a (laughs) one that we're talking about? Hey, Courtney. I think somebody's playing with you, man. Blowjob killer? B dot 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 low. I don't know if that was... Huh? B low? Is it a serial killer? Who said that? I don't know. Martin suggested. I don't know. Well, anyway. um, So I know Chrissy had a specific request. Um, Yes, that's my fault because I didn't check the ingredients while I was gone. So that's okay. We'll we'll look and see if we happen to have it um, for the next one, next episode. So Mm -hmm. we'll do Cinder. Cinder. It's good to be back. I don't like being away. We don't like it either. Um, We like routine. Yeah. With that being said, I am going to be in Atlanta in a couple of weeks, but... That's for it's for work. It's not like I'm going on vacation. We're gonna start making you put in PTO and stuff. <laughs> you should. <laughs> surprise shots! Surprise shots! We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Cheers to you, Cinder. I picked this one out for you. Hair in mind. Cheer. Hey, God. Is like it a, a dog hair? A puby hair? I don't know what it was, but it was in there. Cheers. It was a dingle bears. <laughs> dingle bears. <laughs> Good. All right. What's up, everyone? Who wants to get started? Nobody? All right. Let's just keep chatting. Hey, Joanne. What's up, Joanne? Uh, we are doing a story that maybe you guys have heard. I would imagine other true crime podcasts have covered the story in probably like one Wikipedia-filled episode. <laughs> Was that just a, Jesus Christ. There was like one hand gesture. What's up, Charlotte? <laughs> What's up, Charlotte? 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have and maybe they have not. I don't know. But this is going to be a, um, more than one episode. And this is a really interesting guy we're talking about tonight. So I'm super excited for this one. You may have heard it if you're a true crime fanatic. And so let me know if you have or not. Uh, just don't ruin it if you're on live chat for people because I did a lot of research on this one. But let's see. So here's where we're going to tonight, everybody. This is third in, third in Gerard. Oh, okay. Is this in New York? No, this is in uh, Philadelphia. Oh. What's some famous? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... Oh, wait. Is is that? they? That's where they film it? Yes. Yes. What's the bar? Is there like a real bar? I guess it is. I think it, I think it Probably was. Probably the outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder what bar it is. Anyway. All right. So let's go on the street because at the time, this was a hotbed for what? Why do I keep doing stories with prostitutes? Uh, what, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Well, are you being presented with uh, things via your cookies or maybe or, maybe you need to clear your cash yeah. or cachet? However, what do you, you say know it? about cash, Jen. Nothing. I'm poor. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Uh, All right, I'm trying to find some uh, some. Street, Brandon says street it's filmed walkers. in L.A. No, it's not. Dang, it is not. Prove that. If it's not, block them. <laughs> no. <laughs> he it, offered to do our PR for free. Is it really? Filmed in LA? I mean, maybe. Probably. <laughs> it's kind of effed up. Anyway, um, so this is basically where I'm starting this. I'm not seeing any um, women of the night. Practice well, daytime. it's daytime. Yeah. <laughs> women of the day. But apparently, this is when this happened, and this was about 30 years ago when we're starting. This was kind of a seedy neighborhood. Oh, look at all those flyers. Oh, this must be a music club. But. Uh, oh, I don't know. It looks like a convenience store with winning uh, lottery tickets. That's Uncle Sam. You see? Yeah. <laughs> look, Uncle Sam. Oh, speaking of Uncle Sam, it's 4th of July weekend, so if you guys are not celebrating, then what are you doing? Well, we do have some people over in the UK, so they're... Uh, well, and Japan. Not like, yeah, and Japan. Well, and they all so celebrate America's birth. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they celebrate because they got rid of us. Yeah, I was going to say, they're like, oh, thank God, these guys are gone. Shoo. Oh, do we have anyone from Japan on right now? Yeah, yeah. Marika's on. Oh, okay. Um, shit, what was I about to say? Oh, fuck. Well, oh, say. we watched um, that do docuseries, yeah, yeah, yeah. or it wasn't really a documentary. Yes, um, it was about about the, uh, uh, it's called The Days on Netflix. It, yeah, where was it? Fukushima. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, man. On Netflix. Mm -hmm. Fukushima. Oh, yeah, about the water and how, like, we're all going to die from the toxins. No, no, this is about a nuclear meltdown. Yeah, and it's affecting the water. Um, sh What? Maybe. It is. So they put it right by the... Ocean? The... Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you nuclear <laughs> struggling. <laughs> the nuclear waste is seeping into the ocean, and that's going to affect everyone because the ocean is connected to everywhere. So we were watching it. This is how insensitive some of us are. And it was a tsunami that took it down. And then Nicole's like, never mind, I'm not going to say it. She, yeah, she said, asked why if would it was, they put it She asked if ocean. it was Godzilla that took it down. No, I did <laughs> not. <laughs> so no, funny. I did not. You said in the first episode, Godzilla, like 15 times. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I did not. What the fudge? All right, tonight, let's get started. This one is crazy. You guys are going to love this. Tonight, we're going to 3rd and Gerard Street. We're talking about a Josefina Rivera, but I'm going to call her Nicole from now on. Why? She is... Because... <laughs> Is her name Nicole? <laughs> yeah, like, is that? <laughs> because she was beautiful, striking, thin. And, and she's a prostitute, but... 
Just smile. What's her name, Nicole? Small difference. I'm going to call her Nicole over and over to get you guys to to link that name with her. Her name is Josefina Rivera. Why are we calling her Josefina? Because that is her real name is Josefina. However, she goes by the name Nicole. Okay, thank you. When she's talking to her Johns. She is a a prostitute. So she uses an alias, which is Nicole. Hmm. So anyway, November 26, 1986. So what, November 26th is what? Thanksgiving? Around Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's actually... But it's not always on November 26th. It was I just your, wanted to call that out to you. It was your first Thanksgiving. What the fuck is she talking about? You were born in 1986. I was born in February. Yeah, exactly. So it was your it first Thanksgiving. Your first Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, where did I celebrate it? Gilbert. The- <laughs> <laughs> Which is not near Greenville. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I just, I thought Gilbert was near Greenville. I know you didn't know that. You don't know anything about me. Uh, That's not true. Hilarious. Your favorite color is green. You were born on February 26, 1986. That is wrong. February. No, you're right. You're right. Don't let, don't let him make you question yourself, Jen. You're right. November 26, 1986, 9 p.m. at night. Third and Gerard Street is where we're starting. We're starting with the Josefina Rivera. Now, she wasn't there before. She, I mean, she's... Josefina, a.k.a. Nicole. A.k.a. Nicole. Josefina walks the street. Not as much as she used to, and I'm going to tell you why. But the reason she's there tonight, and keep this in mind, in three hours, it's Thanksgiving. She had been looking forward to spending that thing. Thanksgiving with her boyfriend. Now she's 26 years old. Vincent Nelson, a 30, 30 year old African-American man. They've been dating since she was 21, but guys can be assholes sometimes. And I don't know the argument, but they had a huge argument right before she walked out of this apartment. She got a brand new apartment. She's trying to clean herself up as we're going to go through. She She's out hooking to get a hit of her favorite drug, which is crack. But the only reason she's out there is because she she wanted to spend that night and that morning with her boyfriend and have a, a turkey or Chinese food or something. And he was being a total ass. So she walks out of the apartment. You know what? Whatever. I'm going to go do my thing because I think Chinese food is mo- more more commonly consumed on either Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve because, um, be, well, I think because especially in New York, it was popularized with the large Jewish population. Everything was closed on Christmas except for Chinese. Chinese restaurants. That's right. Christmas Day, usually. Christmas Day. But my family, we eat Chinese on Christmas Eve. That's our new tradition. It's a great tradition. Mm -hmm. Freaking love it. We did it one year on Christmas and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you didn't cook anything. But not the Chinese, not the Chinese food here, though. The Chinese food here is subpar. Yeah, there's only a couple good places. Only a few. You know, the meth in Somerville is really good. I'm not talking about Mount Pleasant. I'm talking about South Carolina Uh, in general. mm -hmm. All right. Another reason she walked out is because she knows she's beautiful. She knows she can get a date. Now, now, this is a photo of her. Granted, this is without makeup. This is a booking photo before this happened, I imagine, before this night in 1986. But this is her. You can see she's got that, and I know it's black and white, but you can tell she's got that coffee-colored skin, her biological mother, Mexican, biological father, Puerto Rican. She's got that bouffant hair. Is that the word? Bouffant. Bouffant. <laughs> great hair. She's got great hair. Mm-hmm. So you can Dark, imagine. thick and shiny. Exactly. And like, just look at her, you know, not to profile or anything, but, or judge her, but look at her lips, like, and, and it's all natural. She's beautiful. What I'm trying to say is when she's made up and she's walking down the street and she's tall and naturally slender, if a John isn't going to stop 
they are at least going to do a second take. Hmm. So she knows that, hey, my boyfriend is being a dick. I'm going to go out and I'm going to have fun on my own, on my own. And to do that, I'm going to to do what I do best. And that's, that's hook, you know, that's hmm. what she does best. Jen, who are you texting? She's <laughs> posting on the live chat. Her skin was like, quote, coffee with double cream. She was 25, voluptuous wig that bounced like a fat man's belly. <laughs> High heels, tight jeans. Motorist would always stop if not do a quick peek. And if her boyfriend's not going to appreciate her that night, the night before Thanksgiving, the night before Jesus died on the cross and rose the three days later on Easter, then she is going to find someone who will, maybe someone even rich. And lo and behold, this bad boy pulls up. Tell me what kind of car this is. An Oldsmobile. A Lincoln. Buick. Cadillac. Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Cadillac. Because I'm thinking about I'm thinking about titling the episode Cadillac. Wait, oh, okay. Cadillac. Those are good. Yes, yeah. I like those. Yeah. I like that we said that at the same time in the same like. Yes, what's it called? The we same both, like gusto. We realized, no, but it was like the, the same was. like like tone and everything. The same cadence is what I'm using. Yeah. This this isn't the the actual car. This is the the year model and the same color, but this beautiful baby right here pulls up. Now, at the time, this was the thing to have. Mm, if you soft pull, top caddy. If you pull up in this Cadillac and this thing was nice chrome. I mean, look at those wheels, right? I mean, they don't make they don't make cars like this anymore, dude. No, it's too boxy. I mean, they don't make boxy cars yeah, anymore. Like this boat, like this wheel mm, with the white. Yeah, yeah, I mean, now it's all just plastic shit. And look at this trunk. I mean, white. how many how many bodies do you think you can fit back there in that trunk? Um, Probably, two. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna say four. That looks spacious. So, um, well, I, uh, I mean, you'd have to. F I don't. Why am I thinking about this Cadillac pulls up? This is a brand new Cadillac. It is beautiful. Whoever's driving this has money. Bottom line, because this thing is brand new, right? And it's shiny. This thing is off the lot. Leather, leather interior. The new cassette radio. They had cassettes then. Yeah. Yeah. Cassette radio player. AM, FM. <laughs> Millennial. All the bells and whistles. <laughs> the eighties. If, if you're under twenty five, you're like what. AM <laughs> cassette. What's a tape deck? <laughs> tape. So, oh my gosh! Sorry to sidetrack, but okay, my dad's been throwing stuff away, and he just if he's is he throwing cassettes away? No. Is he throwing uh, cassette players away? No, I don't think so. Okay, I do. don't let him because I collect them. Okay, I will let them know to sell. He'll say, probably throw them away just to spite me. Say, no, Fuck, dumbass enlisted person. <laughs> Stop it! No, he wouldn't do that. I'll tell my mom to save the sound system for you in the in the tapes that we have. But he did just throw out the TV that had a VHS player built in. Mm. Apparently, I didn't know this until last night and after the fact. And I was like, oh my gosh, did he check to see if there was a VHS still inside of it as if I could actually play it? But you know, yeah. there probably was something still inside. Damn, probably. why didn't you keep it, man? They're not worth anything, actually. I know, but dude, real quick, I'm not going to sidetrack, but I'm a cassette guy, right? That's my thing. But cassettes are the lowest quality music you can listen to. I mean, and you out of love anything. It. <laughs> 
thing. That's why I love it. Anyway, this guy pulls up a John. And if you guys know this story, you probably already know what he looks like. I'll show you a photo later. But this John is different than the usual ones. Because remember, she is... A sex worker? No, but she's uh, that coffee color. Oh, She's not full African-American. She's, you know... I thought you said that she was Latina. Latina. Yeah, she's mixed, right? She's got that nice skin. Oh, I thought you said mom was... Mexican and Puerto Rican. Yeah, I thought she was Mexican. Well, she's not African-American. She's Latina. I know, but what a... I don't know. She did look like she had some African-American features. So, I'll give you that. All right. This guy is the whitest of the white. I'm talking about twilight skin. Like albino? Like, uh, what's his like name? Like me? Edward Look, Cullen. That's what from he's going for. True Blood, that guy, the... Um, oh, Alexander no. Skarsgård? No, you gotta go Twilight. Twilight is Edward Cullen. Oh, man, what's that girl's white. name with the gap in her teeth? I love her, man. Sookie. Oh, uh, who was Anna Paquin? <laughs> yeah. I would take Sookie and her brother at the same time and just freaking Ew. go on. Wow, I don't think His I've ever heard like you... Ad- ripped, yo. Well, I've never heard you admit that out loud. He's got a man crush on him, Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm a pansexual. So we can bring the pots and pans up in there. <laughs> That's not what that means. <laughs> I have a kitchen fetish. <laughs> All right, this <laughs> the 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 way that you want your wife to be in there all the time, or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bacon sandwiches. Oh, cool. oh, that is cool. All right, this John was different. He was white, real white. I'm talking about Edward from Twilight. White is that his name? Right? Yeah, yeah. Edward or Jasper or Alice. This man also had bright, piercing blue eyes. Quote: So pale and translucent. A Rosalie or Car. You. Um, so, Jesus Christ, y'all, y'all always just make noise. There's noise here. Yeah, we're just background noise. So, We've known this for the past five years, so I don't know what you're confused about. Quote, so pale and translucent, you felt you could see right through them and into his skull. Now, th- there's a thing to say about killers with or anyone with these eyes that draw people in. Usually, they're complete psychopaths. And when you stare at them in the eyes, you don't see anything. You, you feel like there's nothing there, but for some reason, you can't turn away. And I've done a lot of killers. I mean, this is episode 400. Whatever. Whatever. So, And this is always the thing. It's always the eyes. The eyes get you. So she was... The eyes are the window to the soul. She was looking in the eyes. And I mean, she's never had a client like this come up in this brand new car. And he was real nice, tall. She could tell. White guy, slim. And he has a brown cowhide jacket, Mm. which is, you know... You have a brown leather jacket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not cowhide. I'm thinking like almost like he's a pimp, but he's not, you know, like what, like very flashy. This guy's very flashy. Did he have a cowboy hat? No. He asked if she would like to come back to his place and she doesn't do this. Prostitutes, they don't do this. There's, there's a couple of reasons why you want to tell me why, why it's not just a safety thing. It's also because if they spend an hour going back to your house, giving you a blowy or whatever, and then get dropped off, that's time that they could have been using getting more money from someone else. It's usually not, you know, they're like, all right, no, let's just go behind the whatever building. That's how it is. However, she could tell he was tall and and he said, you know, I I, I can't really do anything in this car. My legs are so mm-hmm. long and it would just be kind of hard. You know what? I'll give you 50 bucks, which is a lot in 1986. Her usual trick is about $25. That's how much she's getting, you right. know, and, and that's for her favorite drug crack. I'm sorry to interrupt. All I could think of was when you said that about like going back and forth and all of that was the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David hires a sex worker to drive with him to the Dodgers game and take him take her to the Dodgers game so he can run in the carpool lane. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's actually really funny. But fun fact, actually, fun fact about that. This is true crime related. The fact that they filmed live at the Dodgers game that, that night did help clear a man of murder charges. Yes. Because he was... he was. Jen, uh, stop watching true we, crime. We did watch that. We watched that on Netflix. You can't even get mad at her for that. We watched that one. That guy murdered no. his wife. He was at the Dodgers game with his daughter and they saw Ruben. them on the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So there, Curb Your Enthusiasm is educational. All right, who wants to do... Who wants Jen to do that episode? <clears throat> crickets, crickets, crickets. Why not? Um, I believe that in... August, my episode was the highest rated one that month. So, oh, it's not because I spent a thousand dollars promoting it. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I don't. A th- Jen, what the fuck? How would I even promote that shit? I don't On what? know. What? I'll just keep my mouth shut. Jen, I was kidding. That was the highest episode. It took me a lot of editing, though. You're right. You know, basically, I had to edit all, all your ports out. So, it's basically, two minutes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jen. That was the best episode ever. What the fudge? It wasn't the you best s- one. No, it was. No, it wasn't. When I edited, it was. I had to get out a lot of the ums. Yeah, I'm bad at that. A lot of that. That's okay. No, it's it right. wasn't the best one. I was not best at all. It was really good. It wasn't bad. It was. No, okay. it was it was really good. It was really informative. That's the Lizzie Borden episode, if y'all don't know. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you, you know, enjoyed I, it. When I started editing, I was like, you know what? I don't even want to do this. I think it's going to suck. And then I started editing, getting out the ums and stuff. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of meat here. Well, I did a whole PowerPoint. I was actually thinking about doing another episode. Yeah, here you go. Do this one with the, the guy. Well, I was thinking about game. doing, I don't know if we did this one. I don't remember. We've done so many of them. We're on 400 plus. So have we done the um, Judy Malinowski story? Yeah, we did that, remember? That's right. I remember that. I thought we did. That's why I was like, I don't I think we've done this one already. Oh yeah? What 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 happened? Do you want me to tell you or you are yeah, gonna yeah, shame tell me, me for seeing something about it? Tell me. Well, the her boyfriend set her on fire and then she died, but she was the first person to oh, ever yeah. testify at her own murder case. Yeah, so we didn't do that one. No, we didn't do that one. So you're watching true crime, which is against the rules, man. I thought we did it because I saw the video before. I thought you showed it to me. Nope. All right, so here you go. Now keep in mind a lot of these prostitutes, this is also a thing, especially Especially in Philadelphia, November 26th, right before Thanksgiving, it's cold. So a lot of them just want to get in the car just to get out of the cold. So that's what she's doing. So she's like, okay. So she agrees and they go to his house at 3520 North Marshall Street. Now, his car is real nice, but the street he lives on is kind of seedy. Even though he owns his own house, which I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to try to show you. However, this house has been blurred out. Oh. But this is is 3250 North Marshall Street. You can see, and keep this in mind, remember this, look how many houses are in this neighborhood. It's very busy here. So if this guy's a killer and he's going to do some things, people will be able to hear. But this house has been uh, blurred out. Oh, wait, wait there it wait, is. that one? Yeah, it's not blurred out there. Mm-hmm. Why would it be blurred out on the other view, though? Did they start mm. doing that so we can't even look at murder houses anymore? This right you here. You can report it yourself if you live at a certain draft. All right, so this is three- That a murder happened there? No, any house. Like on Google, you can have your address- Blurred out? Blurred out. We have that for our home. Should I do that for my home? I think so. No, nobody really cares about it. Yeah, you're right. All right, this is 3250 North Marshall Street. And let me go like a little bit up. And just in case you want to look my address up, it is. I'm just kidding. Guys, this is weird. This is it right here. Yep. Okay. But it's it's weird because it's blurred over here. <laughs> 
and is not blurred when you get right in front of it. It's like loophole and Google. Mm. No shit, man. So usually they blur out murder houses like they did the Idaho stabbings. Mm-hmm. Or where was that at? Idaho? Yep. They did that. That house is blurred out. But this is the house right here. Looks like it's just plywood on the front of it. Now, yeah. It, it back in the day, 1986. That as looks you, a lot like my house. As you can see now. No, it does not. Shh. Yes, it does. This house, I'm so surprised this house is still there, as you guys are going to see. But the fact that this house, who would even blur this out? But this is his house right here. I want to say it's both of these together. I don't know. But back in the day, it was a very shady neighborhood. And I I don't know. I mean, maybe. Doesn't look like it's a great neighborhood. Blur the faces of the people outside out. That's good. Yeah, I think that's like automatic. Yeah, I think you have to do that. It's 3520 North Marshall Street. She agreed to go to his house. I'm going to ramp this thing up pretty quick. So I know we've been kind of wasting time here. But the house was pretty nice when she goes in. She noticed a few weird, weird things. Number one, this man, whoever this guy is, and his first name is Gary. So if you know who this is, let me know. This is uh, Gary Heidnick. I know you guys have at least heard the name. No. In his driveway was this. That is a beauty. Ooh. That is a 1971 R-U-R-A-L. No, the word. Would you tell me what the word is first? No, because then you'll be able to pronounce it. Because it's like you saying cement or poem. Oh, so now you're just going to straight make fun of me. No, I'm not making fun of you. I just want to know if you can pronounce it. Oh, okay. Sound it out. R-U-R-A-L. (laughs) F-U-C. This is a 1971 Roy Rolls Royce. This man has some serious cash to have this car. I mean, you know, the caddy is one thing, brand new caddy, <laughs> but you don't have this. These are really rare and it's in pristine condition. She notices that and she's like, whoa, what the fuck? She goes into the house and they go upstairs. Now, I'm pretty sure that house isn't there anymore because I don't think it was that small one. I think it was a big thing. They tore it down. But because there's a lot of bad juju in that house. Anyway, she's going upstairs and the wallpaper walking upstairs is like ones and $5 bills. Like, like the, not even fake. Like this guy, this dude glued money to his walls. Glue. That's <gasps> a waste of money. You got to put is. that shit in the bank. If you have it. So she's walking up there. Just like tape it. Don't glue it. She's 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 here for 50 bucks. Or like command strip it. She's here for 50 bucks. She's past going upstairs 500 bucks taped to the wall at least. So she's like, oh my God. Now, so they're upstairs. She's earning her 50 bucks. She didn't even want to stay there. She actually said, you know, I got to get back home to my kids. Now I'm going to talk about her kids in a little bit. She does have kids. However, she's also a crack addict. So the kids have been taken away. But She's in this new apartment with her boyfriend, Vincent, and they have been building a a life together to get those kids back. That's the goal. However, a crack addict can't, I mean, as much as she wants to, she gets that urge to want to do it again. And she knows that she can do that one last hit before Thanksgiving and then clean off Mm. and then get her kids back. She's got the new apartment. She's under CPS. They're monitoring her. They're happy she's got the apartment. She just needs 
needs one last little hit. And that's what she's there getting a 50 bucks for. So she has sex with this guy. This is going to sound really insensitive. And I probably shouldn't say this if because then I, don't. I'm not going you can, to. No, say it. Nope. Yep. It'll be on the internet. So I'm this not going to say it. Jen, no one even save you, it for the next one. No one even uses the internet anymore. <laughs> anyway. All right, go ahead. I don't know. It's not that insensitive. Am I, am I reading something? Yeah, if you want to. Without saying a word, he put himself inside me and started pumping away rhythmically. Hold on one second. There are multiple murders in this in this guy's story. Repertoire? In this guy's story. Oh, no. However, we are reading from a couple books tonight. One of them is from Josephine's own words because she actually survived. Nicole? Nicole, yeah. The, the one that's there. See, you're a winner. There are others. However, she has survived the encounter that's about to take place, and that's how we know a lot about him. Mm. I got to say that now because she's what she's reading is kind of in, you know, he did this to me. It's her talking. So can, just in case you guys are wondering. Can I ask a question you don't have to answer, but can I ask it? No, if I don't have to answer, I wouldn't even waste my time. Go ahead. What is it, Jen? Come on now. Tell no, me. I'm not going to waste my time. No, tell me what it nope, is, Jen. I'm not going to waste my time. Well, then I'm going to cut it off. What is it? What's the question? Is she his last victim? Ooh, that's a good question. You don't have to answer it. It's okay. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't answer that. Not yet. Without saying a word, he put himself inside me and started pumping away rhythmically. I don't like that. He didn't say a word, just pounded on top of me with quickening thrusts until he was through. Mm. To me, this was business as usual. The quicker, the better, as far as I was concerned. I got up to put my clothes on, and it was then, just as I was about to step into my knickers, that I felt his arm come around my throat from behind, choking me. Oh my God, I wanted to scream, but I couldn't. I couldn't even breathe. He was choking the air out of me and there was nothing that could pass through into my lungs. He just, this man who was so nice, so good looking, so rich, all of a sudden just turned into this maniac. He had sex with her, got what he wanted, and then as she's putting on her clothes, he starts choking her for whatever reason. Now I'm going to read this. This is from uh, the Gary Heignick book from Ken Inglade. This is a little bit about that encounter. She was actually, she was stepping into her jeans and she felt a strong pair of hands clamped securely around her throat. Twisting, she looked up into Heidnick's eyes, which seemed colder than ever. Without expression, he tightened his grip, slowly squeezing her life away. So at this point, this woman, this thing got ramped up quick. She is now dying. He is choking her and he's a big guy. He is choking her so hard that her vision of the room, she's in this bedroom upstairs. It has like a vignette in it where it starts getting black around the edges, like her vision. She's looking out. (gasps) She's getting choked Mm. and it just starts closing in, closing in. Mm. And he's just not stopping. He is going to kill this woman. Mm -mm. He's going to kill her. Her, The edges of her vision blackening, closing in, closing in, closing in, right to where there's no peripheral vision anymore. Just the straight line of the bedroom wall of this guy's apartment. She has lost all sense of her surroundings. She's now dizzy. She's about she's about to go go under. And then one sound brings her back. Click. That's the sound. Click. 
he releases his grip. He's got both of his hands around her neck, releases the grip, and it starts expanding. Her vision's expanding again. <gasps> what the fuck? But now she knows what that click was. Her hands are now shackled behind her back, handcuffed. Wait a minute. So he, wait a minute. Was there a second person? No, he was choking her and then he cuffed her. So with one hand, so he was choking her with two hands and he switched to one hand and then he cuffed. I'm so confused. He's got three arms. I should have mentioned that, Jen. He's got three arms. He's a mutant. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he is a... <laughs> a teenage mutant into turtles. He is choking her to death and she is losing consciousness right there. All of a sudden, he takes his right hand as I'm going to walk Jen through it because she needs to know every little detail. He takes his right hand, pulls out a pair of handcuffs, rips her arms behind her. Now, she doesn't know this is going on because she is dying at this point. Right. She doesn't have senses of her arms. And all of a sudden, click. And then he's he doesn't need to choke her anymore. He's not trying to kill her, as you're going to see. He's done. She ain't going nowhere. She's good. He lets her go. Let's the throat go. What the fuck? Why, what are you doing, you maniac? You know? Yeah. I literally just told you I have to get back to my kids. Whatever this guy wanted, he sure as hell didn't want her to die yet, which is kind of comforting, right? So what now? What does he want? What's this guy going to do with a handcuffed woman who is half naked? Well, about to be full naked because he is going to rip her clothes off from what she put on. She hadn't got fully dressed yet. Mm -hmm. What does he want? Why would he do this? I don't know. Prisoner? Maybe he wants the satisfaction of her knowing that he could have taken her life, but then didn't. So she would be like grateful to him and then would be more of a willing participant. In a very calm, collective voice, which strikes her as odd. A lot of things about this guy is going to strike her as odd. He just says, just relax. Stop struggling. If you don't stop struggling, I'm going to kill you. That's it. And he's not panting. He's not. Ah. It's just very calm. Stop struggling. You're mine. Now naked and handcuffed. She is getting led. He's got his left arm around her tiny bicep through the kitchen, through the patio, seeing all his money on the wall. And there's a little door there that goes down into the basement and they start going down into the basement. So the basement is very muggy. I mean, you saw the street. You saw if it rains there, where's that water going? There was like, even now, no drainage mm -hmm. in that street. There was literally no drainage there. That water is going to stand and it's going to infiltrate into everyone's basement. That is a muggy, damp basement. And you know that basement has that one creepy-ass light bulb that always sways for no damn reason at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like the Home Alone basement, which scared me as a kid. You know that furnace? It is like that very dark, very damp, no real circulation. There's only one little window that they put. It's basically a cutout of the cement. Mm. And that is the airflow. That's it. And that one dinky light. She also noticed the radio was already on down there. It's like, how often does this guy come down here? So he leads her down here and she sees a hole. Oh, fuck. I'm so stupid. He's he's going to bury me right here. But what? I, I gave him what he wants. Is this the 50 bucks? She's saying this could be free. You don't I don't need your 50 bucks. Just let me go. Like it's Thanksgiving. Let me go. You, yeah. I, you don't have to pay me anything. Just let me go. Right. She sees this hole. That's my grave. That's where he's going to put me. This whole thing. She's going to die over $50. Mm. And this guy's rich. He's got a Roy's Royce. And he's so frugal. He's going to kill her over $50. 
$50, but he leads her right past this hole, and this hole is about four feet deep, and it could fit a person in, in just not very comfortable. He leads her past this hole, and she can't really see anything. Remember, it's kind of dark in there. Mm -hmm. And he sits her on the floor, which is right against the cement wall, and she just kind of flops down. He takes some muffler clamp, muffler clamps, which are these U-type. It's basically a piece of metal that's shaped in a big U, and you use them to attach the muffler to the car. And then you put the nuts on, they're, they're like two bolts attached together and shaped like a U. He takes two of them. He puts one on each ankle. He takes some nuts and he twists them around the, these bolts. And then he does something even weirder, but smart. He takes some, and, and yes, this was around in 1986. He takes some trademarked crazy glue, K-R-A-Z-Y, crazy glue, and he puts it on the bolts and then and then he tightens the nuts around that crazy glue so she can't go anywhere. Then he cranks the radio up. He was working methodically, diligently, and it seemed as if he knew exactly what he was doing. There was nothing panicked or rushed about his movements. Finally, he took out a hair dryer and dried the glue with the dryer. And at this point, he does uncuff her handcuffs from behind her back. He leads Rover into that hole, that four foot hole and he pushes her in and then he puts a board over the top of the hole and that's where I want to stop this episode Dang. you can definitely see that I would have pissed a lot of people off <laughs> well I'm glad a lot of folks on here are supremos and yeah. can <laughs> hop right back on mm, so what do you guys you think about that wow I mean that's a perfect place to stop it the next episode we're going to be drinking screw, screwdrivers so try to imagine like she's in this hole she's she's actually going to be a, a long a long term resident Oof. here She's going to spend four months in this hole. How is she getting nutrition? So what what am I going to talk about with a screwdriver? Like what would... Oh God, is this a torture device? What would she need? What would he need? A, not even a screwdriver, a quote handful of screwdrivers. Would he need that to like screw shut the, the hole? What hole? I mean the, the cardboard? I mean the wood? Never mind. All right. I hope you guys like that. We're going to stop it right there. The next episode, I will do it public, but on for podcast, it'll be out on Wednesday and then we'll finish it up on Friday, the two episodes. So, but this is the Gary Heidnick story. If you've heard it before, get ready because I'm going to go into some pretty intense detail. We are reading from two different books tonight. One of them is called The Seller of Horror. And this is the true story by Ken Inglade. That's the guy right there. I don't know if you can see him. Oh, very white guy. Mm. And and the other one, the other one is from Josephina, her own words, and it's called Seller Girl. And it came out in 2014. It mm. is, I thought it would be a shitty book because let's just be honest, you know, she's a she's a crackhead at this point. At this point or at the point of what happened? Well, that's another thing. If she's gonna spend four months in there, guess what? That's the that's the best type of uh withdrawal program you can get being mm. down in a hole, you know. So she's gonna right. go through all that too. But anyway, we're reading from her words as well. So that's gonna be on next time. But anyway, we'll be back in 10 minutes. So thank, thank you for being here. And until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. <laughs>